Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic, host of Bachelor Nation News, and let's get into the rush hour. That's right, everybody. Happy Friday to all of you out there. I hope you're having a fantastic day driving home from work. Your boys got the roundup for you, wrapping it up a relatively uneventful week. We did barrel scraping. We had a couple breaking news stories. Claire Crowley married. But honestly, not too much to talk about. Just old beefs unsettled. That's what this episode is all about. Do you have a beef that's unsettled? Let's talk about it. Tell you what, we don't get any respect around these parts. We got a new podcast out here, and we are crushing it, folks. That's right, 3,300 downloads yesterday. Every single day, every single day of the week, we have an afternoon podcast for you, our loyal listeners. But I got to tell you what, every list of Bachelor recaps, Bachelor podcasts, your boy isn't found on them. And you know what I have to say to that? That's all right with me, because I got you, babe. That's right. And I did see that we had a new... Uh, review on the Bachelor Rush Hour page. I wanted to read it because I actually do enjoy the reviews and I do enjoy the feedback that I get. Here's one from um, our last review on the 30th. I really enjoy this podcast. No one else in Bachelor Nation is doing what Dave is keeping us updated on the biggest stories in the last 24 hours. I also don't mind hearing Dave's opinions on things outside of Bachelor Nation. The only thing I would like to be different is for the episodes to be... Shorter. (laughs) 40-minute podcast every single day is a lot. So I totally understand that. You want 20 to 25 minutes? I think that's very reasonable. Let's give you the old Seinfeld 22 minutes a day, um, which means I have to edit the videos a little bit so that you don't get all the intros, outros, and all that jazz. I'm giving you the meat. I'm giving you the potatoes, and I'm going to try my best to keep it in the 25-minute window for everyone out there. Appreciate you guys all so much. So speaking of beefs. This is a this this is the type of episode that brings a little bit of everything to the table. This is like a buffet, right? We have Nick Vial getting slammed by Giannina Gabelli, Blake Horseman's girlfriend, on the Tyler Cameron podcast. That is tea we're gonna end the day with. Great way to end the week. But first Stop messing around. We've got Reality Steve responding to the uh, not too skinny, not too fat. Is that what it's called? What's the name of uh, what's the name of the podcast? You know what I'm talking about. Where Caitlin Bristow was on the show, and Caitlin was said, said, "Hey, you know Reality Steve?" And she said, "Oh yeah, he gets it wrong all the time, right?" Well, Reality Steve has a response for her. We're gonna get into that right now. So anyway, I appreciate all the reviews, the subscriptions, the follows, the testimonials. And all the positive words you guys have shared with me. Got a lot of cross-promotion happening next week. I'll be on the Bachelor Party podcast. And it looks like I'll be uh, also cross-promoting with Kate Casey, who's got a very big uh, entertainment news podcast. I'd also love to be on The Scoop, Juicy Scoop, with um, Heather McDonald. If anyone listens to her and wants to send her a DM, get me on that show. If there's any podcast out there you want me to be a part of, I'm ready to talk, baby. We're doing whatever we can to cross-promote and keep this puppy afloat. Well, without further ado, let's jump into our first clip of the day. It's Reality Steve, and he is not happy at the mischaracterizations of his spoilers. Have a listen. Reality Steve responds. Here we're barrel scraping. He responds to the Not Skinny, Not Fat podcast when they accused him of getting things wrong all the effing time. I'm going to share what they said, his response, 
And then we're going to play a clip of when Reality Steve was actually on their podcast two years earlier. Follow me on Instagram, at dneals. I'm going to be going live at 10 a.m. right after this, patreon.com slash daveneal for behind-the-scenes bonus content. And boy, we hit a record number yesterday on the new podcast, Bachelor Rush Hour. We hit a record number of downloads, so thank you guys all so much for being a part of that. I'm reading your reviews, your criticisms, and all the different things, and we're going to keep on making it the best dang afternoon daily podcast regarding the Bachelor niche you've ever seen. Okay, so let's play, first of all, what was said about reality, Steve, when um, uh, Caitlin Bristow was interviewed on the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. Have a listen. Uh, Emily Maynard vibes. And so when they pit, or when they called me to like talk about it, I was like, what? Because you know reality, Steve? Yeah. He like had said this girl would never be the bachelorette. She's so He's out wrong there all the fucking time. He's wrong about my season too. He's wrong all the time. And so I was like, okay, it's probably not me. So when they called, I was like, what? So then I, when I listened to this, I, I was like, oh, I know reality. Steve is going to be commenting on it. I know he's going to be coming to any, and certainly he did. So we're going to get to what he said right now. And then, um, you know, we'll just, uh, not, not, not to, you know, objectively take a side here, but reality. Steve is the most accurate spoiler account for the longest period of time. Now, a broken clock is right twice a day. A blind uh, squirrel still catches a nut. All those things. So other other accounts have stumbled upon the winner. I mean, you you know, it's pretty easy to always discern who's the final three or four. And then we can be, we love Jessica. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, someone's going to win. But he uh, always comes out. I mean, he clearly has insider information. So let's hear what Reality Steve has to say as a response. Caitlin being on the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast with Amanda Hirsch. And all the good content that was on there, somebody had brought to my attention and sent me the audio clip um, of Caitlin and Amanda briefly mentioning me. And it was in the discussion of Caitlin was talking about coming off Chris's season, didn't think that she would get the bachelorette role. And what's funny is in the context of what they were talking about, it makes what Amanda Hirsch, the podcast host, what she said, almost even like she either wasn't paying attention or, or, or whatever the case may be. But basically, Caitlin was talking about she didn't think she was going to be the Bachelorette. And her specific words were, they're not going to pick an edgy swearing Canadian that talks about sex all the time. They Which, of course, is a perfectly fine assumption that why would they do that? A Canadian. Why would they break again? It's an American show. Want the girl next door, the Emily Maynard vibes. And then she said, do you know, she goes, you know, reality Steve, right? And she says that to Amanda and Amanda's like, oh yeah, he's fucking wrong all the time. And Caitlin was like, yeah, he was wrong about my season. And he was saying, there's just no way that Caitlin's going to get the gig. And yes, at the time I was saying that, but for the exact reasons that Caitlin thought she wasn't going to get it. And as far as spoilers go, it's not like that was a spoiler. It's not like he was saying, Sean Booth doesn't win, Nick Vial wins. Like, he was just offering his opinion before any contracts were signed. You look at the previous Bachelorettes up to that point, they had never gone with anybody edgy. We had never seen a Bachelorette like that, that told sex jokes and sweared. Tattoos. And so, yeah, at the, it's very easy to say now in 2023, oh my God, how did you not know they were going to pick Caitlyn? Come on. Very few people thought they were going to pick her. 
And, and look, and this isn't some crazy story. This is just, look, Podcast Wars. He makes a podcast every day. We make videos every day. This is a nice side story to be discussing in the Podcast Wars game where Reality Steve now apparently has beef with she, uh, not skinny but not fat. And again, they didn't seem to have a problem with him when he was on their podcast two years ago. We'll play that clip in a minute. If you remember correctly, as the season went on, because I was saying that in the beginning of the season. As the season went on, I started realizing, I bet you Caitlyn is in the running. I didn't know if she was going to get it. I remember saying I found out you know, a couple days before that it was going to be both of them. But as I learned stuff and as I as the season went on and I start hearing stuff, I wasn't I didn't keep saying till the very end she's never going to get it. Yeah, in the beginning I did. Never going to get it. And then Caitlyn didn't think she was going to get it. So it was just weird because the other thing is I was on the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast back in 2020. Amanda reached out to me, wanted me to be on. No way. Let's have a listen. And then they're like, but there's a catch. Oh, You're gonna one. be No way. Let's have a listen. Where is it? Hold on. Okay, here it is. <laughs> this season of The Bachelorette has been a fucking shit show. And who better to come on and talk to me about it than I was gonna say the infamous, but that doesn't sound good. Reality Steve, Steve Carbone, thank you for joining us today. No problem. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, this is this is your like, what is your life like right now with this crazy motherfucking season? Oh, the swear. This is busy season for me, just because we had six months off where I did nothing <laughs> because there was nothing going on. But yeah, when the show is airing, that's when I'm busy because I write three columns or two columns a week and then a podcast every week as well. And this was before he started the daily podcast. Reality Steve, busy man. So when it's airing, yes, very busy, because then when the show's airing, I'm also live tweeting. I'm putting it out on Instagram stories and Instagram posts. So yeah, it's a lot busier for me right now. How did, are you, do you only do this for the, for the Bachelor Nation stuff, or do you do it for other shows too? No, just this. I've only just been uh, spoiling The Bachelor. It's coming up on uh, this year's 11 years. Wow. Next come January, it'll be almost 12 that I've been doing the spoiling. Wait, what, what was the first season then that you... Okay, it was- so anyway, we'll, we'll play a little bit of that at the end, but let's go back and listen to what Reality Steve has to say further. She contacted me asking to come on her show. I thought it went fine. I don't think I've mentioned Amanda Hirsch or Not Skinny But Not Fat in the three years since I went on that podcast. And then again, this chick just goes in on me yesterday. Oh, he's wrong all the fucking time. That was her quote. I'm not making that up. I'm not exaggerating. He's wrong all the fucking time. Wait, by the way, what's funny is that Amanda talked about like how fragile male egos are. And I don't think Reality Steve's ego's fragile here. It's just like, if you're going to talk about me, I'm going to clap back. This is how the podcasting game works. Again. I have no problem, no problem whatsoever. If people don't like me or they don't like my site or they don't like, like my- if I called reality, Steve, a dick, which I'm not, he'd be like, what are you talking about? Dave talks to me all the time. I thought we had a good relation. You know what I mean? So like, of course it's like, what I thought it's almost like, um, there was, um, I think it was a bachelor party or there's another podcast that was uh, heavily criticizing reality. Steve. I'm sorry if I don't know who it was. It's like, all right, well time to clap back. When I feel like I'm mischaracterized on Reddit, it's like, what are you guys talking about? That's not, that's not how what happened at all. It's like the beauty of podcasting is the beauty 
beauty of bandwidth and having the ability to defend yourself when you're accused of saying something or acting a certain way. A podcast, you know, for whatever reason. Now, if the reason they give is just, oh, I just don't like them. I mean, that's just stupid. It's like back up what you're saying. But what's always been my biggest thing? What have I always told you people when it comes to either me or anybody that reports anything online? Be factually correct. So for you to say he's wrong all the fucking time is factually incorrect. And I know for a fact that there's zero chance Amanda Hirsch has followed my site every season and writes down my spoilers that are right and are wrong. And that's why she said he's wrong all the fucking time. Wouldn't it be nice if Bachelor Data, hey, Susanna, Bachelor Data, can you compile the accounts that 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 do spoilers like Zachary Reality and Reality Steve? Can we get like a bar graph of how often someone's right or wrong or like a batting average? We should have little baseball players cards. Steve's batting average is 789. Uh, Zachary Reality's 132. You know, it'd just be nice. Because and no offense to Zachary Reality, but Steve's got the highest batting average. He's he's uh, hitting. He's in the three spot. He's getting on base. He's driving in runs. He's got he's got a high. Uh, whatever you get. She looked at her list of all of reality Steve's spoilers and realized he's wrong more than he's right. Which, as you know, people that actually follow me, that couldn't be further from the truth. And I don't care if you think I'm pimping for reality Steve. I don't care if you think I'm pimping for Dave. I'm right way more than I am wrong. Have I been wrong? Of course. And I've always admitted when I'm wrong. I've never made excuses for being wrong. We've been over this a hundred times. But just to hear something like that from somebody that actually reached out to you, you know, me, three years ago to so I could come on their podcast. And who's doing better? He's got 5,800 ratings and a 4.3 rating, and she's got 4,100 ratings and a 4.5 rating. So it looks like he's got a bigger podcast than she does, as just, just by going by the ratings here. Jason Mesnick. So let's go back to, let's go back to two years three ago. On, just for fun. Just to make fun of it because it's such a silly, stupid show. So here's Reality Steve just discussing two years ago about how he got started in, in Bachelor Nation spoiling. And I did that from 03 to 09. And in 09, someone came to me who knew something about the Jason's ending mm -hmm. and said, hey, uh, I got some info. I know you write about the show. I know you've got kind of a following. Just want to let you know, here's what happens. I was like, oh, okay. So I put it out there a couple weeks before the finale, and I said, this is what you're going to see in the finale. And nobody had any real reason to believe me because I had never spoiled anything. I had just been writing about it. So it wasn't until it aired that I was vindicated. How did you disclaim it? Were you like, spoiler alert? Like, this was how you were... Yeah, I told people. I said, I found out what the ending is going to be, and it's not what you normally think because normally it's just like, you know, get down to two at the end of this. And, and the ending, the finale played out like normal finales. He chose, he sent Molly. So, okay. So he talks about the sort of origin story of how he got to the finale and started spoiling in the first place. What's interesting here is here is uh, reality. Steve spoiling Tasha's season. Hold on a second. He spoils ta spoils Tasha's season at the yes. 37 minute mark. So let's listen to this and see how accurate this was because this was given out before the show aired. So here's Reality Steve on the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast spoiling Tasha's season. And as far as I know, well, the thing that I don't know right now is I know she chose Zach at the end. True. I don't know their status right now. Okay. I so don't. yeah, he, he that, there it is. There's an accurate spoiler. So. 
Dude, you guys know me. I've been saying this from day one. I would watch a feature film starring the storyline of Reality Steve, maybe played by Jesse Eisenberg, right? The uh, the old, oh, I, you know, spoilers fell into my lap. The cutthroat dark side of, do you guys remember the one where uh, Nick Vial was talking about his season on an airplane and someone overheard him and, and gave that info to Reality Steve? You know what I mean? It's just like fa- the fascinating and dark underworld of Bachelor Nation. And speaking of which, the probably most ongoing feud we had in 2022, uh, probably have at least 25 videos about it. It's all explained in this episode, so I'm not going to do it any justice by talking about it now. Have a listen. Giannina calls out Nick Vial. Giannina on a podcast with Blake Horseman. Of course, she's from Love is Blind. She's dating Blake. Blake and Nick have had an ongoing beef. She enters the conversation. So now we have Nick Vial and his fiance, Natalie Joy, having uh, uh, one side of the beef. And now we've got Blake Horseman and Giannina on the other. Katie Thurston's in the mix. So many people. We've got a whole playlist here. So I'm going to share exactly what was said, but there's a whole playlist of the feud where Joe defends Nick and then other podcasts slammed Katie. Caitlin Bristow defends Blake. It is a battle royale of what side you're taking and it's very much worth the listen. You know, I was thinking, oh boy, there's just no content out there and then I stumbled upon her thanks to some of your DMs. I love it when you guys send me DMs and send me time codes. You said, hey Dave, go to the 27 minute mark and I do and you can see the exact moment where Giannina, I hope I'm pronouncing her name right, enters the conversation and Blake like tries to like not have anything be mentioned and then they let the cat out of the bag. So let's have a listen to this. Stick around. The whole clip is great but the last part that i'm going to share with you is just icing on the cake have a listen it's it's fun to watch you guys like the way you interact with each other because i've been around some couples that are you know in the limelight you know bachelor nation couples and i'm around them i'm like where's the love why the fuck are y'all together yeah whoa you know mm-hmm. and i'm like are y'all just together because it's beneficial for y'all mm-hmm. and you by know? the way if you've ever been with someone you don't like staying together in a relationship because it's beneficial that sounds idiotic. Like, who would do that? That that sounds torturous every single day. But there are couples that are toxic, and maybe they found love on the show, and it's not working out in the modern world, and they try their best. There is a couple that has been leaked or, or rumored to be breaking up soon. We don't know who that is, so we're not speculating, but let's keep listening. You know, and, and it makes me question and look at everyone in that world. Yeah. You know, I'm like, what are you dating for? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and and with you guys, I don't see. I, I see like, like you guys just bounce off each other, and it's fun to watch. And I'm <laughs> I'm over here just to kind of in awe. This exists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, no, yeah. Oh, thank you. That means lucky. a lot. That thank means you. a lot. I, I got some quick questions for you from Instagram write-ins. Let's do it. Um, they're they're a little weird. <laughs> they usually are. <laughs> um, By the way, you know I'm always critical of shows when the audio and the video is not perfect, which isn't perfect here. But I really like this. I'm assuming this is at Tyler's apartment in New York City. The audio is not great. I would upgrade the microphones, but it is a good setup that's far better than these Zoom shows. At least he's like trying to get it. He's got a big following here on YouTube already. I think his podcast actually has some legs to it. Uh, Do you think Bachelor or your show Love is Blind has positively or negatively affected your mental health? Oof. Oh, God, that's the... So I do think like in a weird way, and this is probably going to surprise some people, in a weird way, it's helped because I've learned how to deal uh, with anxiety, with stress and all that. I had no idea what to do before. So in a weird way, yes, negatively, obviously I was having mental breakdowns. I was having anxiety attacks, panic attacks, but in a weird way... People don't realize he was having the breakdown because 
of the sort of mischaracterization of who he was that existed out there. We have to remember, he was soft Me Too. And I don't say that to make light of the term Me Too, but people were accusing him of like violating Kaylin by manipulating her and having sex with him and all these things. I was like, whoa, and at the height of the Me Too movement. So his name was being put out there as a dangerous scumbag, you know, type of thing. That's when he released text messages that proved his case that he was actually not in the wrong. Now, what's interesting is just this past week, he actually was seen with Kaylin, so they've made made amends, but Nick Vial has accused Blake of doing the wrong thing by releasing those text messages, which is what they're about to talk about. I've learned to cope with that, so now if I have them again, I know what to do. I, I've learned what therapy is, and I've gone to therapy, and I know, a ther- you know I have a therapist, so in a weird way, it's helped me, believe it or not, because I then learned to cope with all of that, that mess. I feel like you matured from it. Oh, 100%. And like I said, I was super sheltered. I didn't have an anxiety attack or panic attack until I went on the show. Like I I was always a... So Blake went on the show All-Star Shore, which is where he met Giannina. And the reason he went on is because there was a prize they were offering. And because there was a prize for the show, due to the laws of offering a prize, they weren't allowed to manipulate any of the audio or video. So he felt like he wouldn't be mischaracterized on the show. Now, as you remember from Bachelor in Paradise, there were videos of Blake angrily running down the beach and as it turns out he was just running to the bathroom you know what I mean you ever do something and you're like why do you look so angry like angry I'm not angry at all this is how my face looks so he felt like he was in safer hands on all-star shore a rub dirt on it kind of guy you know and I grew up that way and I just always thought I was like that and now I'm not because I know that those people out there that live with like panic attacks daily or you know that they're the strongest people in the world they are the strongest people in the world oh my god the first one when I had one the night Everything happened on Paradise. I was breathing in a bag. I was like half naked on my deck. Like I was just like what losing my mind. Yeah, I was like, what is this? I can't it? breathe. But that's it's another thing. Like, this is where self-harm and terrible things can happen. And we're, we're very fortunate that Blake was able to overcome this and have a support system to help him. But just horrifying. I mean, imagine if this was your son or imagine if this was your brother. Horrifying to think that someone felt like so attacked emotionally and it's like maybe it's because he's a people pleaser but if you've never been publicly shamed if you've never been ostracized you can't possibly know the feeling of what he went through especially because he felt mischaracterized it wasn't like he cheated on somebody and he was exposed and he felt guilt it was like oh my gosh they think this of me what like you know i hate about bachelor nation is people will throw each other under the bus just so they can get a rise in popularity or oh, they can be on thousand the news. Like, that's why. I- Tyler uh, says that the th- if you didn't catch that, the thing he hates about Bachelor Nation is people will throw each other under the bus for their own benefit. Like, was- I got the hell out of it. I, I saw how right thing. it, it kind of was and like, and it, like I just don't communicate or, or, or like interact with a lot of it because I just saw how it was, a, it was a ladder and everyone was competing to climb, climb, mm-hmm. climb. And-, and Tyler was fortunate enough and privileged enough to get out of it because he had a big following. He was from the golden age of social media and he was one of the finalists on the show. He didn't have to meddle in Bachelor in Paradise and do all these things because financially he was like set to leave the show. And you'll get thrown under the bus, mm-hmm. and, and like you had, to, you had to do things to put your, like you had to put out receipts. Yeah, I had to show them you know receipts I mean? to, to even like, survive, to, to stay above water. You know what I mean? And then they're like, "Oh, it's fucked up." Yeah, and Blake had like he was like I had a CVS receipt. He's like, "Look at this receipt I've got over here." He's just like doing his taxes. Shouldn't do that, but no, you shouldn't have been in that situation to begin mm-hmm. with. And the re- receipt that we're talking about is, of course, the screenshots of his text messages, his text messages with Kaylin, which proved that she pursued him at stagecoach or whatever you know, Coachella 
Carla and that he didn't try to lure her or promise her into a relationship and then had sex with her. She actually kind of like drunkenly Ubered to his place when he was saying, no, don't come over, which made her look horrible. But he wasn't trying to slut shame her. He was trying to say nobody, including Kaylin, corrected the storyline and therefore nobody cared about my interest here so he had to fight for himself it was actually a great moment for people to realize how they can combat a false narrative you gotta go out you know swinging and that's exactly what he did yeah Mm -hmm. you know yeah well now the situation kind of repeats itself with other people with throwing receipts out. No one says anything. Oh, you're talking about Nick Vial. Yeah. All just- right, so here she talks about Nick Vial. Let's listen one more time. He, 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 yeah, yeah, look at his face. He's like, babe, don't do this. Don't get me into another fight, babe. Situation to begin mm-hmm. with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Watch, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. now the situation kind of repeats itself with other people with throwing receipts out. No one says anything. Oh, you're talking about Nick Vial. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's caught on camera. Of course, we go to the playlist. And that was the fact that Nick and Natalie shared private messages that Katie said to him, Nick and girlfriend, now fiance, exposed Katie's DMs. So then Blake slams Nick for hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. It goes on. In reality, Steve exposes hypocrisy. Literally just one thing. Caitlin defends Blake one thing after another. One thing after another. The story that keeps on giving Here's Blake's response to that. I'll drop too many names, but yeah. it, but you're right. And he's example. Some spicy shit. <laughs> right there. Yeah. Nick yeah. Bell, I'm talking to you. Uh, whoa, Jesus. whoa. Blake goes, let's not drop too many names. Janina goes, Nick Vial, I'm talking to you. <laughs> Paging Nick Vial, this is about you. But it's exactly, you're exactly right. Like people just are, it's, it's the most cutthroat industry out there because they are willing to throw whoever they can under the bus to get likes, retweets, mm-hmm. and everyone's whatever. It and everyone polices themselves. Like, and then I, I was, I was in the mix about it for a little bit, but then I just saw how everyone jumped on each other for everyone's yeah. every mistake because it was a way to bury one of them. Yeah. Like no one was like lending out a hand to pull mm-hmm. anyone up. They're just trying to bury that person, bury that person. So they can get a little more fame and they can be right for the, for that that minute or that, yeah, that click. Yeah, exactly. My experience on Paradise, and I've talked about this, is like, people ask me often, like, why does everybody bully on Paradise? And I'm like, honestly, it's because if you're doing the bullying, you're not getting bullied. Like, it's such a terrifying environment that like people feel like they have to bully so that they don't get bullied. Like if somebody else is getting bullied, you're safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, get on that person. So that person's getting bullied and you're not. It's a very like, it's a very toxic environment. It's just a very, very intense environment. I mean, it's starting to happen on Love is Blind. I've seen it. I've seen like really rude people come out of it. And I'm like, that's not the culture here. I'm like, keep that shit in Bachelor Nation. Don't bring it over here to Love is Blind. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, Love is Blind starting to lose innocence a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like, whoa, I was not expecting this from y'all. But I've I've had my very, very, very close calls to just not putting people, you know, and not putting them down, but putting them in their place and just being like, mm, actually... I've done this and you have zero right to call somebody out on what you're calling them out on on X, Y, and Z because the emotional turmoil of these shows, it's already enough. Like Mm -hmm. why pile it on, you know? And it it gets, I'm honestly very, very disappointed with some of the things that I've seen because- So of course she's still talking about Nick Vial. Now, by the way, Giannina here, I'm not seeing it when I go to her Instagram page, but um, on my phone, I'm able to see she has 2 million followers on Instagram. And you might think, why does this matter? Like, what's the big deal? Well, it really comes down to 
it's much easier, and then we're we're not able to see. Maybe there's a glitch happening in the system here. We're not able to see on their desktop. But it it what it comes down to is it's much easier to talk trash or bully someone. And I'm not saying Nick's doing that. I'm just saying he called out Blake, and then he kind of did something that it would that it, that essentially was what he was calling Blake out for. So you could call it hypocrisy. But Nick's got a million followers, and what you have to remember is um, Giannina comes from the Netflix world, which is international. So her following is actually double the size here. And she's not afraid to speak her mind. And we love this about anyone in any of these communities that aren't afraid to speak their mind. Speaking truth to power is about not being afraid to share what you think and uh, you know how something makes you feel. So clearly the conversations that must go on behind the scenes uh, must, I mean, I would love to be sitting at that dinner table with a glass of red wine as they discuss their true thoughts. Because like literally nobody has any right to yeah. to compare experiences truly or to to even have your own personal opinion because it's well, yeah. really fucked up. <laughs> just imagine how cool it would be if like we did have each other's back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, reality TV, it would be so much cooler. Like the culture and the the family would be so much cooler if like it wasn't cutthroat. It'd it was, be cool like, if we you did. We got your back. We got, yeah, it just, I think it'd be amazing. But. And as promised, I'm keeping this puppy just under 30 minutes. Uh, you guys have a fantastic weekend. I hope uh, whether you're in the part of the country that's cold, I hope you're staying safe out there. I know in Los Angeles, it, it might actually have a high of 70 degrees today. Not to rub it in, folks, but we're having a good one. If anyone's going to be in town in Hollywood, I've got a show on Monday at the Hollywood Improv. You're going to want to check that out. I'll be obviously in San Diego on the 15th of February. That's sold out. But the following week, I'll be in Santa Barbara and Pacific Beach. Pacific Beach is a area of San Diego, I suppose. So that'll be, I think, a free show you can come to. We'll have tons of people come to both. I think Logan might be coming out if anyone wants to catch him. All right, but that's that's the wrap-up for the day. Let me know what you guys think. Have a fantastic weekend. As my math teacher used to say, uh, everyone have a great weekend. Do something I wouldn't do and then some. All right, folks, we'll see you later. Dave Neal here, Bachelor Rush Hour. Everything's all right. 